0: I quit my job, I am taking my life savings, $9,021, and when it runs out, I am going to kill myself. The flight is in one hour. He left with more than enough time to get there, yet somehow it was lost. Hesitation, fear, anxiety. Bodies pass him in every direction. He stands still looks up to the board to find the check-in. He sees a young, blonde-haired mother carrying her child. Behind them is a tall man, eyes closed, earphones in, hair tied in locks, carrying a backpack and a guitar, wearing harem pants, looking as though he is going on an adventure to find himself. Two pilots and a quartet of flight attendants Glide through in coordinate steps, emanating a glow as if the path beneath them is lit up. Followed by two lovers with matching stone-washed jeans, delicately in each other's arms. He rushes over to the queue, 9:15 a.m. He reaches the front and passes his burgundy red passport to the lady at the counter. This passport, a thing hoped for, a blessing. A prayer can save a life, can make a life, can take a life too. This passport, split between red and blue, between land and sea, between hope and despair. This passport, without it I have no place to call. Good morning sir, she says, and flashes her per hour smile. He mumbles a greeting tapping his fingers on the desk. "'What is your destination, sir?' "'San Francisco.' She types into the keyboard with a blank expression. She calls her colleague, who has already checked in three customers in this time. They both stare at the screen diligently. "'What's going on?' he says, with palpable frustration. "'I'm sorry, sir,' the other colleague says, her heavily made-up face, contoured nose, Lips painted a burgundy wine, distracting him. "we well, he can't seem to find your booking. That's wrong. I booked the flight myself. My name is definitely there. Michael Carbongo. I can't miss this flight. Look, again. He calls out, raising his voice and flailing his arms, pointing, drawing attention. They look up at him, ignoring his outbursts, then at each other. I do apologise, sir. You're at the wrong check-in. You need to go to… His heart thuds as her voice fades out. He watches the direction she points in. He snatches his passport back, 9.20am. His lungs tighten and breath shortens as he runs through the crowd. He feels too hot for this brisk autumn morning. His skin balls under his coat. His scarf suffocates him. He starts to sweat. He is at the back of a long S-shaped queue, 9.22am. He bobs up and down on his toes with the same kind of urgency as a child bursting to pee. He mumbles under his breath, prompting others to look at him with suspicion. Some at the front of the queue is loud, meandering, making conversation, being friendly, wasting time. Hurry up please, old man, Michael shouts out. The others do that judgmental thing where they pretend not to have seen you. I can't go back. I can't miss this flight. Is there anyone in this queue for the AO1K23 flight to San Francisco International Airport? A man's voice floats through the air. Michael lunges forward, and so does a woman waiting a few places behind him in the queue. Her face the same picture of relief as his. They are brought to the front. The man with brown hair behind the check-in counter takes his passport and types into the computer. Any luggage to check in? He places his backpack on the scale. Travelling light, the man says, smiling, which Michael does not respond to.